I'm your host, David Frost. This is my strategic forecast where you get common sense market analysis. Today is Tuesday, June 11, 2019. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. We have a lot to discuss today. The market actually did a lot, and there is a lot going on in the market right around where we are. I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit on something really, really cool. In fact, some of you might actually find this grounds to go dig out your snowsuit. Before we get to that, let's kind of look at the bigger picture of where we are so we made the low we had the rip your face off rally we put in arguably what could be a tail candle yesterday but we really needed some more elements for that to really work in terms of a really solid tail candle we needed more volume we didn't really have it it wasn't indicative of the type of market reversal we're looking for now comes today Now the daily candle today looks like a reversal candle. It was a gap and crap. The market gapped higher. It basically crapped out. We went back down to fill a gap. And then we hung around there all day long. Or at least for the remainder of the day. So first we have to put everything in perspective. The bigger picture is the market didn't do anything today. The S&P cash index was down one point. It's a rounding error. The market was flat on the day, period, full stop. To add insult to injury, the Dow was down 14 points and the NASDAQ composite was down less than one. So the entire market did nothing. But we did have an early rally. It was a classic gap and crap. You see on the five-minute chart, they didn't stay up there very long. They basically gapped higher out of the gate, sold off immediately, all the way to fill the gap, and then some. You go back to the daily chart and you look at the candle, you say, it looks like a reversal candle. Now we have two days in a row where we can make a case that the market put in a reversal candle. Okay, fair enough. It was really absent big-time institutional distribution in terms of volume, but we can certainly make the case from a visual perspective. But what else do we have? We're still above the 50-period moving average and all the other moving averages for that matter. So therefore, technically speaking, the trend is no longer down. It hasn't been down since we stayed above, since we closed above and got above the 50-period moving average, the trend is back to up. Is it going to stay up for more than another day or two? We don't know that, but today, the trend is no longer down. The trend is up. And I know it sounds crazy, but in one week, we went from the world is ending because of Mexico tariffs to what's wrong? Nothing. Everything is fine. We're going to make new highs. I know it sounds preposterous, It is preposterous, but that's what it is. So here's what we need. We need something more. We need something more to hang our hat on. I think I have it. I think I had it yesterday. I think I had it the day before that. And I think I had it this morning. I hope I still have it tomorrow. Here it is. Just bear with me. Inside the numbers, I'm going to scroll up and I want to point out something important. You see in the middle where I'm harping on... ES somehow drops to about 2889, SPY 289. I continue to harp on that number. 
289-2889. What if we go back up to the midday update right before noontime? Where are we now? Here we are again with that 2889-2890 area. I'm specifying that as important. One more thing before we get off this subject. Stocks on the move real quick. I can't help myself. HDS. Check out the entry number one, $38.98. We'll take a look at that chart in a few minutes. Let's get back to the 289. Let's talk about this for a moment. What's the big deal? Well, there it is. 289. Today's closing price, 288.90. Yesterday's closing price, 288.97. If we move this over, we'll see yesterday's closing price, 288.97. But that's not all. It's not just the number. It's the market telling us it's an important number. Here's the way I'm looking at it. After we make a low, the market runs up here like a bat out of hell. We always say the market's headed for a destination. Well, check this destination out. The other day, right, so this is on the 7th, we make a high of 288.85. Yesterday, we close at 288.97, and then today's close 288.90. Three days in a row up here, I would say it's pretty important, but that's not it. But wait, there's more. In case you're new here, we're not new to 289. Here we go, 289, important. All these lows, important. This low here, important. This high here, important, important, important. I mean, it's unbelievable the attraction that 289 has to this market. Why is that? I have no idea, but it's fascinating to see it work over and over and over again. So what do we do with that information? How do we use this information? Simple. We use 289 as the bogey. Above it is bullish, below it is bearish. That's the way I see it. And then we'll work from there. But we have to have a first order of business. To me, This is the first order of business. I always say getting inside my mind is a dangerous place to be. This is the way I see it. Started to see it that way yesterday. It was reconfirmed today on the gap and crap. And then we wound up in the same 289 area. Whether we go up from here or down from here, one thing's for sure. It's going to happen from here. Think about it. Just one last time. Here's the five minute chart again. Here's the 289. Is it an accident or a coincidence that number's important or some rendition of that number? Whatever the exact number is to the penny that the market finds attractive, it's somewhere in this neighborhood. Maybe it's within 10 or 20 cents, whatever it is, but somewhere in here, the market likes a number and it keeps coming back to the number. All the oscillators and flying saucers out there aren't going to give you that information. Your mind's eye gives you that information. All right, we have to do this one. This was also from inside the numbers. It's Home Depot Supply HDS. This is all posted before the market opens about nine o'clock in the morning. Yesterday, Home Depot Supply closed at 42.52. It was getting a nice little haircut at the open. It qualified for stocks on the move list. We only had one trade hit today, but so be it. This one happened to make a low of 38.57. Had a pretty stout snapback, finished out the day more than a dollar over the entry price. All right, move it along. Camp IWM. So here we go again into those moving averages. 
or just short of them and rejected. But here's an interesting factoid. Check this out. I don't know that your average Joe is going to pick up on this. We're back on the spider chart. Look where the high was today, relation to the high yesterday. It was a higher high. Not quite the same situation in the IWM this morning. It was a higher high by a few pennies, but it was not performing the same as the S&P 500 right out of the gate. It did have relative weakness. It was leading the market, at least from where I sit. I use it as a leading indicator. This and the transports, we'll get to those in a moment. Let's just wrap up where we are in the IWM. So twice we tried to get up into the moving averages and failed. However, there's a couple of things going on. Right now, we seem to be kind of sandwiched or trapped in between the 20-period moving average and where the 100 and 200-period moving averages converge. So if we continue to go sideways, back and forth, meander around, banter back and forth, choose your term, and we stay above the 20-period moving average, the odds would favor that the market is likely building energy to push higher through the moving averages, close below the 20-period moving average, and a couple of other numbers close by, and something other than that spike up through the moving averages is going on. Likely, other markets are following suit. Before we move on to the next chart, keep what I said in mind. We're trapped in between moving averages, and if we continue to do that back and forth, it's likely telling us higher, right? Broken record, right? Method to the madness, right? What's going on here in the VIX? What could this be doing? Could this be setting up for another spike lower? Yeah, at face value, that's what it says. The IWM is trapped, the VIX is trapped, the transportation department is trapped, and the S&P 500 is going to make a decision at 289, or the SPY at 289, 28.90 for the S&P. Pretty slick stuff when you unpack it like that, isn't it? Now, that's the way I see it. I realize other people see it a totally different, entirely different way altogether. That's fine. That's what makes a market. Two analysts can look at the same chart and come up with two entirely different conclusions. For every buyer, there's a seller. Maybe things will clear up when we go and look at the triple Qs, when we go and look at the tech space. No, not so much. We're hanging right on top of, or actually right beneath, the 50-day moving average. Not enough to make a difference, meaning we close the day a few pennies below the actual 50-day moving average. So in this case, it comes in at 183.59. We close the day at 183.40. I don't know that we can make a federal case out of that. But it doesn't help our case. It doesn't clear up the picture one way or the other. It just adds mud to the water. XLF, any change? Not really. We're above all the moving averages. 27.36. In this case, we know what we're looking for. We're really waiting for the end of the week for the XLF. Unless something dramatic happens between now and then, we're waiting for the Friday close I'm waiting for a very specific and important number. A lot might happen before we get to Friday. Markets may move a lot in one direction or another. But the XLF is going to tell us a lot based on where it closes at the end of this week or any week if it closes above a certain number that we continue to talk about. We'll call it 2750 for argument's sake. Other than that, 
It was flat on the day, similar to the rest of the markets, so we'll just move it along. Do we get any additional information from the semiconductor space, the SMH? Not really. It looks very similar to everything else. It was, in fact, like the S&P, a gap in crap. However, we closed above yesterday's close. We're sandwiched in between its 50-day and 100-day moving average. Same story, different chart, different sheet of music. I know you're probably scratching your head saying, well, what does all this mean? Which way is the market going? And remember, the market's job, the intention is to make as many traders and investors look like fools as much of the time as possible. That means it's the market's objective to keep everyone guessing. So guess what? We're guessing. It's centered around an important number. We can call 289 a pivot. And you know what, folks? That's about everything that I wanted to and intended to discuss tonight. And here's the deal. While it may be less information than normal, I think the information tonight was more important than the average evening's information. But guess what? I'm biased and I'm allowed to be. So I'm going to give it a wrap here. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. My Strategic Forecast is hosted by David Frost. Subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app, and please visit MyStrategicForecast.com for more information. My Strategic Forecast is common sense market analysis.